Halloween is just around the corner and with that come spooky things. So of course, what better way to dive into the holiday spirit than to talk about the gruesome history within Michigan state lines. It may look like a harmless mitten with a goofy looking shark attached to it, but according to Shadowlands Haunted Places Index, which is a website known for its extensive data pertaining to the most haunted locations, placed Michigan number four most haunted in the country with over 510 haunted locations. So stick around to hear about five incredibly haunted places you may have never known about. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. What's going on everyone, Andrew McManaman here, a licensed real estate professional in the great state of Michigan. I'm going to touch on five incredibly haunted places in Michigan that you may have never heard of. But before I do, did you know that Mackinac Island is considered the most haunted US town per capita? As you can tell by the title, this is part two. So hit the link in the description to listen or watch part one where I go over how haunted Mackinac Island truly is. To start this list off with number one, we have a 20 acre property that was constructed in Jackson in 1842 and in 1926 after relocation was once known to be the largest walled prison in the world that housed over 6,000 inmates. Michigan's first prison located in Jackson, now redeveloped as the Armory Arts Complex, which consists of an art center and apartments is said to have some ghostly visitors from time to time. As a 1952 riot that broke out due to poor medical care and brutality, it resulted in guards being held hostage and demands for reform. Jumping to number two, this incredibly haunted place located in Westland has actually become a new haunted attraction as of late, which based on its eerie past is a little freaky. Eloise Psychiatric Hospital, dating back to the 1800s, has worn quite a few masks over the years, pun intended. Once being a poorhouse, general hospital, sanitarium for tuberculosis patients, and a mental hospital, this 902-acre compound had more than 70 buildings that consisted of a school, fire and police departments, post office, farm, cemetery, bakery, and much more. Eloise was known to have advanced treatments from lobotomies and shock therapy to music and TV therapy, which eventually halted in 1979 and closed in 1984. Many of the buildings were then demolished and made into the strip mall on the corner of Michigan Avenue and Merriman Road. As of recently, the old bakery was actually burned to a crisp by arsonist and eventually demolished in 2016. If you want to get even more into the Eloise story, watch the movie titled Eloise that came out in 2017. Heading over to number three, constructed in 1911, the Terrace Inn and 1911 restaurant are known to have some haunting history. It is said that two workers died during the construction when a beam fell. Many paranormal investigators have visited the Terrace Inn and have said there are a lot of spirits roaming throughout. Still open to this day, after 25 years of service, many guests have had very similar stories about a shadow of a man 
hearing footsteps, and the sounds of a party when the hotel has been vacant. The owners recommend that you rent out room 211 as it has been said to have some serious paranormal activity. Number four, lining the shores of lovely Lake Michigan and Gulliver, the Sichua Point Lighthouse, which has been in operation since 1895, has a very rich history. Marilyn Fisher, the president of the Historical Society for over 30 years, had some opportunities to say the least when it came to diving deeper into the spirits that haunt the lighthouse to this day. The main spirit that tends to hang around is Captain Joseph Willie Townsend, a lightkeeper in the early 1900s who died at the age of 63 in 1910 with a cause that is assumed to be cancer based on how often he smokes cigars. He is still said to be seen in the mirrors in the upstairs bedrooms on numerous occasions. You may take a tour there to see the paranormal activity that occurs with your own eyes. Last but not least, number five, built in the 1900s as a place with one intended purpose that was actually known to have the wrong intentions and rough reputation. The Holy Family Orphanage in Marquette was meant to help white children who abandoned their families or lost their parents and it turned into an overflow for some of the nearby orphanages where eight nuns came into control of 60 Native American children that were taken from their families in an effort to assimilate Native culture in society. If you happen to cross paths with a local, there's a likelihood that they are aware of their parents being taken from their family and adopted by white families. After allegations of continued abuse from the nuns, former children of the orphanage refused to give any insight into their stay, which is most certainly understandable. It is said that a little girl got lost outside during a snowstorm, which quickly developed pneumonia and killed the child. The nuns took this situation as an opportunity to make an example out of the children by displaying the little girl to further remind them what would happen if they disobeyed. The remaining orphans left in 1967, but a group of Cuban refugee children that fled from Fidel Castro in the 1980s, even though the building was abandoned. As of 2017, the whole place was remodeled into 56 apartments with a view of Lake Superior, which is known today as the Grand View Apartments. Some current residents have reported hearing disembodied voices and the sounds of children crying and items being moved without explanations. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on, I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.